salmon broth like things. Hey, Sam. Hey, Ross. How is it going? It's going pretty good. <laughs> is it, Sam? Well, we just had a lot of fun, fun, happy times. And this is the show called Sam and Ross Like Things. And I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. And it's where we talk about things that we like with no hedging. You aren't allowed to hedge. Not even a little bit. Well, sometimes a little bit. <laughs> We're hedging about hedging. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> this is F- episode 63, sixth year of your Sam and Ross like things. 63 is a lot. It is a lot. I feel like we're getting, the new year has started, got some momentum. I'm excited for episode 63 through like 76. How many episodes, if we do our every two weeks, because we always do every two weeks, How ma- what number would we be on at the end of the year? Uh, I don't know, like, like, uh, 89 is that is that right oh 89 is that right somewhere around there that's a lot of numbers if we get to 100 will something happen remember when something was going to happen when we got to 50 it did it was the best episode we've done besides all the other ones yeah yeah it was good i can't remember what it was (laughs) i actually have the i have the note right here it was was richmond um, ah yeah it was combined richmond that was so good right anyway Let's do a little follow-up, and I want to ask you, because you mentioned New Year. Uh, in yeah. the past, you've had your like Prime be yearly goals, and I was curious yes. if you had yearly goals. Oh, dude, I've like gotten a little bit intense about yearly goals this year. Uh-huh. It seems that there are a lot of podcasts that you and I frequent where... They talk a lot about themes. Yeah. And so like I've done reading themes in the past and I've done goals in the past. And this year I was compelled by the uh, the power of Cortex compelled me to the Cortex podcast is what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. That was an exorcism joke and a Cortex podcast reference all in one. Cortex podcast had a good conversation about yearly themes and goals. And so like, man, it just like kicked off a thing in my brain. And I've got, I've got a handful of goals and I've got strategies to go along with the goals and some strats, to go, as they say. Yeah, strats, and I've got tacts too, to go along <laughs> with the strategies. It feels good. I realize that we're like, as of this recording, like a half a dozen days into 2019, but it feels, feels good and solid so far. Will you share any of your, your goals? Heck yeah, I'll share them all. Gotta share them all. Gosh, I'm okay, all. There, there is uh, da, 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 da. number one is consume great content. All right. Number two is keep my weight at a healthy level. Yeah. yeah. Number three is expand the scope of Good Morning RVA. Ooh. Number four is do fewer hobbies, but do them deeper. Whoa. Okay. And number five is create more memories with humans. Oh. Yeah, and so under the, each of those, there's like some like things to make those more specific, and you know, like under consume great content, it's like read more books. And so this year, I have a goal to read ten books instead of four, like last year. You can do it. I think so too. And so I'm excited for it, especially this year, which I think I'm trying to like focus on things, do things more, but like more focused, if that makes sense. It's helpful to have like the set of things that I think are important. So when new yeah. shiny stuff comes along, I can be like, wait a second, 
How's that align? Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Ross. No problem. Are you doing anything like this? Themes, goals, resolutions? I've got a, I think I've got my yearly theme in the Cortex style, which is going to be the year of underthinking. Oh, what does that word mean? I like that word. Uh, Well, I tend to overthink things a lot. (laughs) So I will be in a paralysis of indecision, overthinking, weighing, uh, weighing things back and forth. I'm getting better at it through largely therapy, but part of it is just to say, all right, just pick one and go with it and not overthink it. Go with my gut more. Be a little bit more impulsive. That sounds that sounds like a fun goal. Well, it, if, if you are a person who finds joy in impulse, uh, it can be fun. But if you are transitioning, like I'm trying to overcorrect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will be fun i got an iphone 10r just i'm like i'm gonna i was hemming and hawing for like two months and now i just bought it and it came the next day and i'm talking to you on it right now and it was great was it great was the process great the underthinking process yeah i just didn't think about it i just did it and i've been doing that i mean again we're not that far in but it's just like i'm gonna go play nintendo and not think about the dishes i should be doing that's awesome do you think you have like the What's the word? The like self-awareness to know when you're overthinking? Is that like something that you that you're good at? No, I'm not good at it, but I've been practicing. That's what cool. the therapy's for. Gotcha. Well, that's awesome. Maybe we can check in 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 January 2020. Yeah, that'd be great cuz we always remember. Yeah, that'll be episode what did I say? It'll be episode 90. Yeah, that 90. 909er. Yep. All right. Well, we do have follow-up that's not about goals. Okay. And it's from uh, a Twitter follower, Daniel who says that uh, subprime Amazon account accounts do get the Whole Foods discount? So we were talking last time oh, about yeah, yeah, about uh, Whole Foods and and how you manage your Amazon accounts. The subprime ones apparently get the Whole Foods discount too. So good to know. Good to know. It is time to jump right into stuff other people like. Stop! It feels like a long time since we've done this, Sam. So I'm excited to read through these these good lists that we have here. It's a good list. It is a it is a good list. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Let's do it. Let's hit me. Okay. Isaac likes lots of stuff. That's my nephew Isaac. I I think did, I think last time we had someone who just liked a ton of stuff, and I like that because it it, it to me it connotes a a like vibe, you know. Yeah. So if you're listening, Isaac, we're glad that you like stuff. Susan, Sam's mom, that's you, Sam, I guess, likes one, having all my grandchildren in the same room at the same time, enjoying each other's company. And two, going into the new year with Ross's comment, it's a feature, not a bug, man, as a wonderful reminder to keep positive. When did I say that? Uh, You were referring to uh, champagne bottles. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And, And how they don't close. That's right. Yeah, that was a smart comment because that's true. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. So, did you have did you have giant family times over the holiday? Uh, we had it wasn't giant, but it was it was cozy family times. So we that's did awesome. see did see my brother and his family. Did the goal of enjoying each other's company was that a goal that was achieved? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's like a special that kind of thing that happens. Well, we're all at family's house. We're all like we're all gonna like hang out. Yeah, it happens with, with kids 
who get to hang out in the basement and play Nintendo. Yeah. And it happens when you're a little bit older and you go get to go to the frelative room. The what room? Frelative. Like friend, oh, friend. and relative. Mm-hmm. Where um, you're at your girlfriend's family's house. Right, and right, you're right. in the basement with her uncle's <laughs> her uncle's wife or whatever and yeah, yeah yeah you're just the you're outsiders together yes i've had some of those yeah talk about sports just talk about how everybody's weird i like it yeah i yeah you get that camaraderie about oh yeah we're all dealing with the weirdness of this family <laughs> <laughs> all right to, con- to continue, Sarah likes that Target will take your CO2 canisters and sell you a filled one at half price, $15. And I think this is about soda streams, right? Soda streams. Man, I have some in my Nalgene bottle right here, which is like a double like prime, all in one. Oh, you filled it up. Oh, man. I wish I had some. Well, Sam, you know what they say. Uh, fizzy water doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> You just got to have, uh, wait, I assume that you are out, but you just don't have any next to you. Because if you were out, I would say the thing you always say to me, which is you just have to have two canisters. Well, I do have two canisters and one is by the door waiting to get filled. The other <laughs> one is just far enough away from me that I don't want to get up. I'll get some. All right. Up. It'd be good Foley work for the podcast, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ashley likes Orange Theory, Tijuana Flats Taco Tuesday, Eat Smart Soups, and the Jeffrey from Center of the Universe. The Jeffrey. So, I, is that a joke? I don't get it. It's a. I think it's a reference to get him to the Greek, which is... Oh, what a deep uh, reference. Yeah, the Jeffrey is like this mix of all the different illegal drugs rolled into one. And when they smoke, smoke the Jeffrey, and then they have to pet the furry wall. Do you think that they mix all the beers together? I don't know what is in the Jeffrey. That's part of the magic of the Jeffrey. Ah, oh, man. Okay, so that sounds really interesting. What is Orange Theory? I imagined it to be a perfume store focused on citrus. Hmm. <laughs> what did you think? Like a physics thing, like string theory. Like you're describing oh. the like a gravity well as an orange. Maybe it's like the proper procedures and like theoretical body of work behind peeling an orange with a, and getting the peel off in a single piece. Impossible. Cannot be done. <laughs> Holly likes new shiny rain boots, which Ooh. sounds like perhaps a holiday present. Jason likes blogs. Like it's 2007. I like blogs. I like blogs, blogs too. Blogs. Blags. I wish, I wish, I think we've talked about this a thousand times, Sam, but I wish blogs were back like 2007. <laughs> People could write them. People are still writing them. You can go read them. I read some. I do. do Yeah. Um, Maggie likes trying the bullet journal method, yoga, and homemade hummus. Nice. Have you ever bullet journaled, Sam? Uh, My wife, Kat, bullet journals. Successfully uh, and like continued? She's been doing it for a long time. I I live in OmniFocus, so Mm -hmm. bullet journaling uh, would be probably the thing I tried next if OmniFocus failed me. Yeah, I, I, I usually recommend Bullet Journal, even though I've never done it, to people who I want to recommend OmniFocus to, but know that they hate technology. Yeah, that's a good good idea. Doug likes Conway and West Side Gun. And I think these are both rappers, but I'm okay. not sure. Gun has two N's. The extra N is for fun. That's true. Carrie likes rest. I enjoy a good rest. Yes. 
Andrew likes playing through Breath of the Wild again. Celeste. That game is so good. Dude, it is really good. JR was playing it again recently, and I almost got sucked in. Yeah, I went back in, like, and I, and I, and I went... I went back in and it was just it was fun. I just picked it up and right away I was like flying off a mountain. It was great. Did did you get any of the DLC? Did you do the DLC stuff? No, I didn't yet. I guess I should, probably should. I bet it'll go on sale at some point. Probably. Did you play Celeste? No. What's that? It's an extreme platformer that I found to be incredibly good. I think you've mentioned it before. I think it might have been a, a quick hit. Quick hit. Anyway. Andrew also likes Marvelous Miss Maisel, which we are we just finished and enjoyed immensely. Yeah. And then spending time at home with family. That was so good. Family? You love family? I like I liked how much time I got to spend with my family during the holidays and just like relax. It felt like, oh man, we all have to go back to our things. We like each other. <laughs> it, it yeah, I think our son and maybe your kids are at an age where it's like pretty cool and chill to hang out yeah which i'm into finally andrew likes getting back into drawing sketching after way too long a time that's nice that is nice val who's my wife likes when my dog's floppy ears gets turned inside out and it looks like she's wearing a hat <laughs> <laughs> all right uh maria likes my new congressional representative plof master friend of the show plof master likes warm chocolate cookies Black pepper and playing word games on my phone. Do you think the pepper is in the cookies? No, I don't mm. know that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> these are some. These listen. This next one is a Twitter. A Twitter person. I don't know their actual name, but the Twitter name. Should I say it on the podcast? Is that okay? I think it's relating to a musical instrument. So yes, fiddle garden. I wasn't asking if it, if it was like scandalous, like censored. <laughs> I just meant for like OPSEC reasons, you know? Oh, yeah. We say past tense. Okay. So Fiddle Garden likes Good Morning RVA, but I've been liking that since 2017. They say, keep it going forever. That's a very kind comment from oh, Fiddle Garden. kind. And then following right up, Michael likes my new Patreon membership to Good Morning RVA. Oh, really? You can be a patron to Good Mor- Morning RVA? Where would one do that, Ross? Ah, <laughs> uh, Sam, you could do that at goodmorningrva.com. That's not even right. That's not where you go. You don't... <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you go to gmrva.com. That's not right either. I don't know. <laughs> go to patreon.com slash gmrva. Yeah, listen, I record a podcast about this every single morning, and it just like... When, when I'm in the flow, it just comes out. But when you just ask me, spur of the moment like that. Here, I'll prompt you. Boop. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, Brian likes dancing Congress people, 65 degree days in January, and shuffle through shuffling through leaf piles. Oh, that can be fun. You know what? I almost, we'll get to this later, Sam, but I wanted to take a picture of my child in a leaf pile. And like, I almost got really intense about getting him into a leaf pile before I remembered that it has rained here like 600 <laughs> days in a row. And like just before I got intense about it, I was like, oh, it's just a giant ball of mud under there. Yes. And I saved it. I didn't follow through with that, thankfully. Uh, Chad likes spiritualized U.S. tour. I don't know what that is. Me either. It's got to be music, right? Yes. Sure. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. Cat. Who I'm married to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Likes embroidery kit subscriptions, which sounds like an amazing thing. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. So do you get like a small embroidery thing in the mail every once in a while? Every month. I love it. Cat also likes rediscovering knitting. 
lot of needlework going on in the house. A lot of needlework. Past Tense likes Dairy Girls on Netflix, which I've seen the ad for a bunch, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, they continue. It's basically a coming-of-age story sat during the troubles in the 90s North Ireland, but funny, question mark. And a bunch of teenage girls curse a lot in Irish accents, question mark. It gives me a real Freaks and Geeks vibe. Oh, that's a good vibe. Yeah. And as a plus, it's really short. I wonder if that means... Ooh, I like short. Yeah, is that short episodes or total amount of content short? If I had to guess, it's probably doing like British-style series where it's like six episodes or something. Oh, I'm into that. Mike likes one. Trader Joe's horseshoe, horseshoe, Trader Joe's horseshoes. <laughs> Come on up to Trader Joe's, get your horseshoed. Uh, Trader Joe's horseradish and chives potato chips. Ooh. Sam, can I take a small break here and yes. talk about the present your family gave to my family? Please do. So your family gave to my family a big bag of Trader Joe's goodies. Yes. Um, be- because we're always talking about it and you guys always have such like, delicious goodies and snacks from Trader Joe's, but we're never out there. And so y'all brought the gift of Trader Joe's to us. Uh, it's like you you were like our DoorDash, but in a present format. And it was great. So thank you to your family for Trader Joe'sing our holiday. Oh, yeah. Mike continues, number two, New England IPAs. I'm only three years late to this trend and look forward to trying milkshake IPAs sometimes in 2020. Is that a joke, Shirley, right? Uh, I assume that a milkshake, it's like rule 34. If you can conceive of it, there's a beer, an IPA of it. (laughs) That's a good joke, Sam. Oh, wait, there's a clarifying. See, if I would have just read RFT day, as they say, um, note, Mike says, I like these individually, but have no intention of trying them together. Sounds like you're, you're headed to being three years late yet again, Mike. (laughs) Uh, and then finally, Christopher likes climbing at Triangle Rock Club. That's a good list. It is a pretty good list. I'm excited. First list of 2019. It's the best list of 2019. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sam, I think this, this do, is this where we do the money stuff? It's not in the it's notes. It's where so I, we do the money stuff. I, you need to update the note template. I do. This is the money stuff, people. We like money we like, stuff. Oh, yeah, we needed a little jingle for the money stuff. It would have jingling of coins. You can go to patreon.com slash like things. Are you sure that's the right? (laughs) See, I'm in the flow, and it just came right out. And you can pledge to us from your hard-earned money as little as $1 per episode of of the Sam and Ross Like Things program, which will go to things like reimbursing Sam for paying for the hosting and the domain. And then any extra, we're going to do a fun, cool thing. And if it's like $4 extra, it's going to be we're going to buy like a high life and split it. Yes. And if it's enough, we'll buy Ross the correct cable to hook up his equipment. Oh, that would be kind. Um, anyway, look at all that. Look at all these. We got we got amazing Patreon goals like buy Ross a cable, split a high life. <laughs> I swear we're going to that popcorn thing that either does or does not oh, exist. Why don't we go? <laughs> Well, dude, the, the the patrons gotta gotta pony up, you know. Uh, we'll we can't we can't be we can't be expected to go out there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you all for who have been patrons so far. We really appreciate it. We are on pace to cover the costs, and that means a lot. We really appreciate it. It does. The email just came in the email as emails come, um, and was like. Patreon has sent you this amount of money and it was like on a wonderful start to 2019 of like, oh man, people like this thing that we do. That's cool. That is nice. 
All right, Sam. Uh huh. Do we have like a jingle to to ease us from stuff other people like into like the regular liking stuff? Uh, we don't. We don't. I can make one up. It's time for the <laughs> like primes. It seems weird that all the other segments have jingles, but but the but the but the meat doesn't have a jingle. It does. That's the salmon Ross like things uh, theme at the beginning. Oh, that's our main thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just really analyzing the show in this the first 2019 episode, you know? Yeah, people love meta shows. <laughs> let's talk about how let's talk about Skype for a little while. <laughs> yes. Um all right, Sam. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yes. It is episode 1963 and here we are. We're going to talk about your Nope. Nope. Like. nope. <laughs> it is an odd episode. You go first and Today, Sam, uh-huh. you you like constitutional law. I do, specifically the U.S. Constitution, <laughs> but all constitutions, Let, really. <laughs> you're not. You're. Not, I. I mean, are you? You. you okay, you got to give me some background. Oh, some background. Okay, so the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> tell me was, more. Was, was ratified in 1789. No, tell yeah. me why. Where? Where does this come from? How yeah, deep is your interest? So, um. It's always been a thing I've really enjoyed studying. It's, I think it stems back to my middle school civics class with a, a Mr. Howard, who had us actually learn all the stuff, learn all the amendments, what they're about, how the government actually works, and all that knowledge like stuck with me. I was the type of person in high school, this will tell you a lot, who would write up unnecessary constitutions for things. Like, here's where we're going to sit at lunch. <laughs> and here's the constitution <laughs> of lunch. <laughs> Did, was your lunch constitution ever ratified? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, and I would always get really into it. So we did like a uh, constitutional convention in my history class. And I made did a lot of work there making sure stuff passed. Uh, in the in my high school government class, I was the person, you know how this sometimes happens, the person in the class who keeps quiet until nobody else answers the question, and then the teacher just says, Sam, and then he says the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> what is it about specifically constitutional law versus like criminal law or whatever, whatever, oh, IP because, law? Because it's this document that comes out of nothing that is shapes systems right like mm. this is there's it describes how you're going to um govern yourselves and i like that concept a lot uh that is uh, great um i like that our constitution has been and can be changed it means we mm-hmm. can uh, fix things that are wrong it's hard to do but we can do it um, and then there's the the constitutional law jurisprudence. So all of the various interpretations of the Constitution and how those have changed and evolved over time and sh- whether or not, you know, how much do we rely on um, on the judicial branch to sort of move us forward versus how much do we, you know, take up take up our time and and try and, you know, fix it ourselves. How does how does your enjoyment and interest in constitutional law um, like manifest itself 
in your life? In my life, um, I've always so I will tend to follow and read a lot of stuff. Uh, like, I, are you out there reading the reading the briefs and the court I'll read decisions? Blog, yeah. Oh, but okay. also just thinking about um, well, what other systems could a constitution constitute? Right. Um, What's that mean? If we were writing a constitution from scratch, how would we want to govern ourselves? Oh, okay. Okay. Right? Um, there is this idea that I read in a book of Aaron Schwartz's writing about having using math and basically like having groups of 20 people that are neighbors get together and they form basically their neighborhood council. They elect one person to go to another 20-person council. And through the power of math, you've covered the whole country and everyone's res- directly responsible to someone, ultimately to someone they know in their neighborhood. How big is your final group? If you do uh, let me let me open my calculator. It's councils all the way down. So let's say you do twenty times twenty times two, three, four, three point two million five sixty four million six. Yeah, you get a billion. Covering a billion people at level six or seven. Wow, that's, I mean, that's like a lot of levels to get through, but it's not like an enormous number of levels. No, it's not. There are probably at least that many levels between me and policy now. Right. Anyway, so stuff like that. Um, Yeah. I also follow a lot of Lawrence Lessig. He is a professor of constitutional law at Harvard. He ran for president briefly. Um, Yes. He is a champion for systemic change and has been championing a, the idea of an Article 5 convention. Uh, there are two ways our Constitution can be amended. One is Congress proposes amendments through passing them through both houses of, of Congress, and then the states have to ratify them, and a lot of states have to ratify them. Or the Just states- like, a, like, a, like at your lunch, you would have had to have like, Correct. 38 of your humans ratify your lunch You're, You are being very generous with the number of people <laughs> I would have <laughs> considered my friends at my lunch table. Um, and uh, Or the state legislatures can call for their own convention and propose uh, to propose amendments. And then the that convention pr- comes up with a list of proposed amendments, and those go back to the states for ratification. That one sounds... So, Sam, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Is that, I think I'm using that incorrectly, but um, I listened to that dude's podcast that you recommended me to. Yeah. Do you want to talk about his podcast for sure. a brief second? Sure, he's got a podcast going on right now called uh, Another Way. Uh, he's been advocating for a constitutional convention for a while, but specifically Another Way Season 2, um, uh, the He's arguing against uh, Robert Reich, who says such a convention would be dangerous. And, and he lays out his argument for how it would not only be undangerous, but also a good idea. I really enjoyed this podcast. I listened to it, and I listened to season one in the course of one and a half days. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think he's very smart. I love his um, his... What is it called? Like his, his, you know how, like when I talk, it sounds unprofessional and like I'm a guy. His demeanor. Yeah. And like his cadence and, and tone is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he surely must do like audiobooks of his own books, right? Does he, does he narrate yes, he does. his own? Okay. Cause it's clear that this dude has tons of practice 
speaking into a microphone because it's it's wonderful and the format of this podcast is like he has an idea basically like an essay he wants to tell but he's doing it in like five or six segments of a podcast that are all like five minutes long yeah it's pretty great i love it it was really interesting and i like i'm interested sam Mm -hmm. in so some of some of the ideas that like lessig has talked about and stuff where you like are talking about like interesting ways in which the constitution can be used and like kind of like uh border cases like do you think that that stuff is possible within our lifetimes to do some of these like more interesting things to change um or is it like in your are you just enjoying thinking about it huh that's always sort of the tough question and i'll go to a cory doctorow uh idea he gave me in one of his talks which it was uh if this change is needed right you've got to work towards it, even if uh, it's unlikely. Uh, the analogy he uses is, if you're in a shipwreck and you are uh, alone at sea, every single person who's been rescued from a shipwreck started by treading water, even mm. though the chance of rescue was very remote. So you yeah. got to try. You got to try or you give up. So I think all this stuff is possible. It won't be easy, and I'm not even saying it's likely, but it's possible and worth trying. Do you, is this related to how, like, I know that, I think you introduced me to um, local advocacy group, One Virginia 2021, the anti-gerrymandering group. Is this like in the same vibe, same vein? Yeah, it's in the same vein of of, of the the broader term of systemic change, Mm. where how do we change the system to work better? Like, these documents didn't come out of nowhere they came out of you know an eight late 18th century idea of how to govern oneself we don't have to live by 18th century law uh if we don't want to we can change it and make it better uh we can try things um and see how they work i love i love hearing other people talk about it i am uh what is the word i am often i feel like i don't know enough um and it seems big and scary it is it 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 is big and it can be scary but just take this thought and even though the jurisprudence doesn't look at it this way it's the way i look at it they started this constitution out of not out of nothing right i mean we did have the articles of confederation we did have british law right so it wasn't yeah. out of nothing nothing but they made a government their government the government wasn't working the government under the articles of confederation wasn't working so they came up with an idea for a better one at at the constitutional convention and then they defended it through the federalist papers and tried to get it ratified in enough states for it to go into effect it wasn't that the this was imposed necessarily on on the people of america with the exception of those it was literally imposed upon who were here in an enslaved capacity you know that's not fair but that's not fair is the complete wrong word i don't want to ignore those people who were literally enslaved Uh, Mm. the constitution didn't do right by them but it was an improvement they improved it and they added a mechanism for change where they could make it better and we have the constitution is better today than it was in 1789 uh women can vote slavery is illegal those are all good things uh 
prohibition was repealed, even though, you know, they did make the Constitution worse for a little while, and then they made it better. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, we don't have to talk about this for a thousand years, Sam, but it's very interesting to me. And I think I appreciate, especially like the podcast that we were just talking about by Lawrence Lessig about, because uh, I think it shifts the Overton window. Like, like then in, it does the treading water thing where he's so compelling and like straightforward and like common talking. Is that a good word? Common talking. Sure. Plain spoken. Um, thank you, Sam. Plain spoken, where it feels like a reasonable thing that we should all be thinking about rather than something, something like a fringe. It's a not fringe a fringe thing. Uh, Read Common yeah. Sense. Have you read it? But no. Read where it. we chop the baby in half? Eat the babies. No. No. Got to eat the babies. That's the only solution. <laughs> That's a modest proposal. <laughs> it's just common sense, Sam. You got to eat the babies. <laughs> Thomas Paine. Yes. Nope. Yes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could talk about this for hours, and I would love to. If anybody wants to hang out and discuss the Constitution uh, with me, I would love to do that. Let me ask you one more question. Can I ask you one more question? Is there a way for folks to, do you know of a, like a way for folks to get involved in maybe specifically the change you're, that you're talking about, uh, article five convention or some, just like some sort of systemic change for the constitution? Like how do folks get involved? Uh, The thing I would focus on if you are local to Virginia is one Virginia 2021, which is an organization uh, seeking to amend the Virginia constitution to prevent gerrymandering, to move towards uh, uh, more fair elections. Uh, That would be a good place to start. Uh, Lessig has, I would start at his Another Way podcast, and I believe he'd point you to the wolfpack.org URL for more information about specific actions. But start at the podcast and see if you agree. Awesome. One of the things I am hopeful for is the way that the Constitution of 1789 was, quote-unquote, sold was through the Federalist Papers, where Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison, each under uh, the same pseudonym, wrote a bunch of essays defending it. And Hamilton Uh, wrote 71, or whatever. And I am constantly thinking about what will be the Federalist Papers of today. Yeah, that like hits me in the like sweet spot, that idea. Where is where is the systemic change needed in our government? Where is it going to be argued for? And I think Lessig's podcast is one of those places. I think mm-hmm. blogs are going to be one of those places. I think um it won't be social media. It'll be uh it'll be things like longer longer burns as it were. Yeah, you have to I mean, there's just not enough space to have complex, deep thought about a thing as big as America in a tweet, I don't think. Right. Anyway, thanks, Ross, for letting me talk about it. It's Dude, that's fascinating. No, wait. Okay. Yeah, that was fast. Sorry. That was fascinating. I need some homework from you. That's maybe not eating a baby or whatever, but like some, (laughs) I've listened to the Lessig stuff. And now you don't have to tell me right right now, but like, what do you, what do you, do you want to learn more of the history? Do you want to like take action this is what i want i want you to recommend to me your friend ross who you know well something that i would enjoy reading and we can talk about it later but that's that's what i want to happen okay i will find it for you okay awesome thanks sam yeah ross yes this episode 
You like my camera. And by my camera, referring to your camera. My camera. I got a new camera this year. Like a like a a point and shoot. A camera that is not in, attached to a telephone. What? Such a thing does not exist. Dude, you would be you would not be surprised, but you would be surprised at how many of them actually exist. Really? I assume that there's the big one and the little one. There are so many in between and on each end. <laughs> so tell me it's, about your inspiration for the camera. Tell me about uh, which one you chose and why and what you have done with it and plan to do with it. So I, my, my good friend, my best friend, Justin Morgan, got married this year. And I went to his wedding. <clears throat> and I had just, I think, gotten a iPhone Big Daddy, maybe like an 8, I guess, is what I had. The 8 an, Big Daddy. An 8 Plus. Yeah. And, you know, it has, like, the mega camera. Mega camera. And I was like, whatever wedding, I've got a mega camera now. I'm going to I'm gonna crush some awesome photos of my best friend getting married. Mega and camera. All my, <laughs> and all my photos were terrible. Aww. They were just garbage. Um, in retrospect, I think I could have shot better photos. Um, but a lot of it was... There are some things the iPhone camera is good for and a lot of things that it's just not good for. Um, and so I don't want, I didn't want that to happen again, to be in a place where I really wanted to take decent or good photos and not be able to because of my equipment. So I asked friend of the show, Plof, and I said, I want to spend less than $500. I want to have a camera that I can put in my back pocket and I want to take photos that are better than my iPhone. And he sent me a link and said, buy this. And so I did. Okay, which one? I bought the Sony RX100 is what it's called. Okay. And there are many iterations of this. Okay. I have the first one, which I just learned tonight doing research for the show. It's pretty old. It's it's a 2013 camera. Okay. Um, there are, there's like Mark II, Mark III, Mark IV. Uh, like Iron Man add, suits. Dude, they are, yes, exactly like that. Like one comes with like a, a grip. Um, and like, it's what, and like, (laughs) you say Iron Man and what, like the next one, Mark two, which I don't have Mark two gets you the screen on the back, like tilts and folds out just like an Iron Man suit. Um, (laughs) so this is just the Mark one. And I don't, I think the, the sensor quality or whatever, like the lens, who's it's, what's it's are like pretty standard through most of the lineup. So you're pretty, unless you're like real into stuff, you can get by with this, like the beginning one. Okay. So what have you done um, with it so far? Dude, it's like a revelation to be able to take good photos. It's it's wild how even just setting the camera to like dumb mode, like I'm dumb mode, um, just takes way better photos than an iPhone. Um, it's just better. They look better. Um, so I've been, I wanted to like do more photography. And so I've um, I've started taking more pictures. And part of that is, I want, and I think we've talked about this on the show, I'm ordering a fracture mm-hmm. every month of my favorite photo. So those have like improved in quality and it continues to like, I don't know what the word is, uh, inspire me to, to keep taking photos, this project. Yeah. Um, so I keep doing that. I've learned a whole lot about like how photos work. Like, you know, the like aperture or, and the shutter speed and all these things. Listen. Sam, I don't know a lot still, but I feel like I'm learning more about like how to take a good photo, and that's been really pleasant so far. Um, 
I don't yeah, know. What uh, else? Do you, do you bring it with you everywhere? Yeah, dude, that was one of the requirements. Fit in the back pocket. So, like, it's either in my bag or in my back pocket at all times. I For Christmas, I asked for a camera strap that I can wear around my neck. So, I'm just going to start wearing it around my neck like it's jewelry. Like you're like you're in a like you're Spider Man, Peter Parker. Yeah, dude. It's yeah, exactly like that. And guess what? Peter Parker always getting the shot, mostly because he's taking photos of himself. But right. <laughs> I will also be getting that was a spoiler, Spider Man spoiler. Um, I will also be getting the shot because I'll have the camera with me at all times. That's great. So I know you did the fractures and you kept up with that project. What are your plans for 2019? Okay, so I've been. I wanted a photo challenge. A photo challenge like a weekly photo challenge and really i just wanted someone to tell me like take a picture related to this theme and i want a different theme every week um and so i like googled around and as you can imagine there's like six trillion different photo challenges out there yeah. but i found a random one called <laughs> called trevor's photo challenge <laughs> <laughs> i don't know dude it might be it might be famous like this everyone might be laughing because it's obviously the most famous photo challenge oh, but i can't yeah, get over it oh, oh trevor <laughs> They said it's been going on for 10 years, that Trevor. Um, wow. So l- last week was week one, and it was time, and I got like a couple good images. Um, this week it's uh, indulgences or like something with food. I haven't really looked at it yet. But oh, it's, so I, know that, I know that one. That's where you can pay the church and not have to spend <laughs> as much time in purgatory. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you could just take a couple photos related to that, that would be a, should be an easy one. Um, yeah, so I think like I'm going to do that and then I'm also going to try to commit to putting the results of those photo challenge photos up on my blog. Like You've it's You've got a blog? Yeah, dude, ross.catro.net is my blog and I'm going to try to put photos there. All of this is just to encourage me to take more photos, learn how to use the camera more and um this is related to my one of my goals which was do be be better at hobbies, but in a deeper way, not a broader way. I like that, that the camera is a fairly simple piece of technology that doesn't screw up a ton. Are your pictures, uh, are your pictures good? They are getting better. And like, I've learned how to edit a little bit, how to edit the photos a little bit, which has transferred to editing my iPhone photos a little bit. So I'm like learning that skill. Oh dude, this is so I wanted to say this one quick thing. Sorry. I've been talking forever, but the goal is to do my hobbies, keep doing my hobbies, but do them deeper. And I often get distracted and want to do new things like draw comics or like paint miniature figurines or whatever. And I, I really am trying in 2019 to focus my creativity on writing and photography. And that's nice. it. Nothing that falls outside of that shall pass. Awesome. Yes. Sorry. I was all over the place there. It's this fizzy water. <laughs> it goes straight to your head. Go straight to my head, man. You want to do some quick hits, Ross? Yeah, you go first. Quick hits! Quick hits! Quick hits! Quick hits! I go first. You do it. So, uh, my house has become a little more musical. Um, my youngest daughter uh, has been playing piano for a while and uh, recently uh, has picked up the violin and has been starting violin lessons. And then Dang. my oldest daughter, we'd gone to like the elementary school and the middle school band concerts. And my oldest daughter was like, I want to play an instrument. I'm like, well, I got a clarinet at my parents' house. Um, and so I got that out. And so she's been, I've been teaching her how to play the clarinet. And at the same time, I got 
my good clarinet out. So I've got, you know, my beater clarinet and then my like super good one. And we've been playing together. Now we've been playing hot cross buns together, but uh, it's just something I like. I wish that there were a way to play the clarinet more quietly because I would, mm. I would like to practice a bit more, but most of my free time comes when people are sleeping. Yes. But that's something I really enjoyed is, is uh, not just playing clarinet with my kid, but just the increase of making music in the house. Not that any of us are any good, uh, but yeah, we're but it's all nice. practicing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. My quick hit, Sam, is Rocklet, which I think has been a like prime for you. Yeah. But... We went over to your house for, which I think we're on year three or four now of yeah, going over to, it's to your house. Yeah, it's definitely an official tradition where the caterers go to your house and eat raclette. And I look, for, I'm, I am currently looking forward to it. Why don't you describe it to people who might not know what it is? Can we, we, people should go listen to the episode. Um, sure, I'll put a link. But how would Ross describe <laughs> it? <laughs> okay, so you have this like grill. And on the top is a grill top, and underneath is a heating element, which seems, you know, you're thinking, okay, that what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is there are tiny trays that everyone at the table has their own tray that you fill with cheese, and you stick mm-hmm. the tray under the heating element. So you're, you're grilling stuff on the top, on the cook surface with butter and stuff, and you're melting cheese on the bottom, and then you combine those two things together and eat them. So it's like potatoes, cheese, bread, cheese, pickles, cheese, whatever. It's amazing. It's delicious. It's like the best improvement upon fondue that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm glad that you guys do that with us. It's one of my favorite things. Ross. Yes. We've come to the end of episode 63. How did we even get here? Did it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it did. Did it? Okay. It absolutely did. Where can uh, we find show notes for this episode, Ross? You can go to samandrosslikethings.com slash nothing, because it's right there at the top. It's right at the top. You could put the slash there, but it will still be you at can the top. Slash, no slash, whatever you like. Whatever you care for. And how about the Patreon? Sam, that is that is <laughs> patreon.com slash samandrosslikethings. Boom. Now, sometimes we get uh, listener mail. We didn't this episode because my P.O. box was empty. But if one were to want to send something to our P.O. box, Ross, how would they do that? You could... Listen, (laughs) I'm still in about this self-addressed stamp envelope business. When someone does that, I'll be very excited about it. But you can send a self-addressed stamped envelope or any other sort of mail-approved item to Sam and Ross Like Things, care of Sam Davies, to P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. That's it. You got it in one. And uh, this episode, as in all episodes, the music you heard was written, composed, performed, edited, produced by friend of the world, Matt Fisher. Is there anything he cannot do? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Ross, <Cool. laughs> where can we find yeah. you on the internet? Uh, pff, Ross Catro on all the things, mostly Twitter these days. Or, hey, my new bl- my, my blog zone, ross.catro.net. Yeah, go to his wog, wog blog. <laughs> wog, wog right on over to my wog, blog. Wog over to his blog. <laughs> what about you, Sam? You, you got stuff going on? Pretty the easiest way to get in touch with me is uh, at Mr. Beefy on Twitter. I still get red dots for that. Cool. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Like doing the show. See you in a fortnight. Bye, Ross. Bye. Bye.